Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. If you don't know SiriusXM, then listen up. Commercial-free music plus sports, comedy, talk, and news. They have it all. And right now, you can get your first three months of SiriusXM outside the car for just $1. Go to SiriusXM.com busted to see offer details and to subscribe. Offer available to new SiriusXM streaming subscribers. SiriusXM, no car required. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome in pro wrestling fans to another weekend edition of Busted Open Radio Podcast Edition. And this isn't just your average edition of Busted Open Radio. We are in the throes of Wrestle Kingdom weekend and we got night one to talk about. Mark Henry, that is exactly what we are going to do on this episode. Well, I, I'm telling you, man, this is one of the best nights of my life, but also one of the longest nights of my life. A lot of pro wrestling. I mean, I enjoyed it, but I, I've got to say, man, that this version of New Japan Pro Wrestling has stolen my heart. It is enjoyable. Two nights of Wrestle Kingdom to get to. Of course, a little Wrestle Kingdom Night 2 preview as well in this podcast edition of Busted Open Radio. We are also going to touch on an Instagram story shared by CM Punk highlighting original plans for WrestleMania 30. And it sounds like Mark Henry would just like sleeping dogs. Let him lie. Sometimes you got to let the sleeping dogs lie. I wouldn't have went there, but he did. And it's a good conversation. Well, returns of plenty also on SmackDown this past Friday night. The Usos make the return. Sheamus makes the return. And a return we've all been waiting for. The return of John Morrison. Uh, felt like it could have been handled a little bit better. Yeah, Mark? It could have been handled a lot better. But you know what? I think that we should just let it marinate for a little while and see where it goes. Absolutely. That's what we do here on Busted Open Radio. Give everyone a fair chance. Unless, well, we're reacting to our weekly winner where we give you the best show of the wrestling week. And, Mark, you and I agree this week. The weekly winner, uh, for once, we agree on. A-E-W. If you're not first, you're last. That's right. Let's get it going, Mark. Pro Wrestling, we love it. We share it with you. And this is a Busted Open Radio Saturday edition. Turn up the volume. Settle in. Enjoy. Well, hell, Mark Henry, in just a few short hours, night two of Wrestle Kingdom coming up. You going to stay up or you going to take a nap, buddy? Uh, I think I'm going to take a nap. <laughs> okay. All right. I, I don't think any of us would hold it against you. I don't think any of us would hold it against you. All right. But so I, am just gonna, got I'm, I'm, I might catch the last two hours. Okay. Of night two. Well, I hope so. I hope so because uh, that's, after that's night be one, thing. I, I think after night one, just about everyone is going to be catching uh, night two. And that, that, you know, we'll hear from you guys, uh, the nation. I know a couple of you are waiting patiently on the line. Continue to hold because I want to talk to Mark a little bit more about these matches. But uh, we do want to hear from you. How excited are you from night two? What are you most looking forward to? What surprises did you have from night one? And, and I'll tell you what, 
Mark, for a lot of people, one of the main surprises was the final match, the main event, Kazuchika Okada getting the W over Kota Ibushi, who a lot of people thought, Mark, this was Kota Ibushi's year, but that's what I love about the yep. booking from New Japan, where there were so many possibilities with this main event in night two that kept people guessing, um, and, and Okada regains as champion. I am curious, though, because we were talking about this Takahashi and uh, Will Ospreay match, which the returning, you know, Hiromu Takahashi with his broken neck and, and all the stories surrounding that, mm-hmm. the history between Ospreay and Takahashi, those were clearly the two best matches of the night. I am curious, Mark, what was your favorite match? Which match do you think played better a- as a fan? You know what, man? I, I, I have to say Kotobushi at one point open hand punched. <laughs> I'm talking about a balled up fist to the jaw that made me just almost turn my phone off. I couldn't believe how hard they were hitting each other. Man, listen, I I said it and you heard my, you heard me when I said, I was like, if you hit me like that, I'm coming up and somebody finna get their ass kicked. (laughs) Brother. I mean, that, that match was special. I mean, it It really was. You you have to see it, like us saying it on the radio. It, it just don't even seem like it's like we're giving it the proper justice that it deserves. Yeah, like this match. This is this is Ric Flair Steamboat guys. This is Undertaker Shawn Michaels. It's true. I mean, this is this is Hogan Andre. This was a hell of a match. And, and I'm gonna tell you. I, it didn't give me the emotion of Cody and Dustin, but the story that they told in the match was just as good. Yeah. Am I lying? No, not at all. And it do and it leaves the door open, Mark, for where does this leave Kota Ibushi? Because a lot of people thought he was going to win. I'm sure Kota Ibushi thought he was going to win. He fought and wrestled like he was going to win, but he doesn't win. And there were moments in that match where Kota Ibushi went to a dark place. You could see it, right? It, it, he had a, a change of attitude. And that's kind of been happening throughout this year. It kind of feels like Ibushi has been getting closer and closer to this dark place. And Mark, he doesn't, I mean, he comes up short in Wrestle Kingdom, the biggest match essentially of his life when a lot of people thought he was going to overcome Okada finally I am curious where does this leave Ibushi and what do you think 2020 has in store for him well I mean a, a loss like that is it, it, not going to hurt him he he's he's like Ric Flair losing he's he's like Shawn Michaels losing there's still going to be Shawn Michaels and Ric Flair afterwards he'll be able to um, say I did not get a fair shake and he can have a pity party, and I want a rematch, or I I want to I want to be the number one contender. Who do I have to beat to get a shot at being um, beating the champion? Whoever wins the two titles, he see that's that's the thing that everybody's going to be striving for. Yeah. Who's going to be the Who's going to be the person that gets the first crack at who's holding? what would be the equivalent of the universal championship. Right, the champ champ. Whoever wins tomorrow night is going to have the IC belt and the heavyweight champion, Mark, the first double champion in uh, New Japan history. In New Japan history. Who's going to be the guy that gets a shot 
And 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 do they give a shot at both belts? Because right. that's a great you, point. You can you can you know Kotobushi can say I I want a shot at at the at the championship or I, I the universal championship or um it's 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 up to him or he can say I, I want them both. I deserve both titles. <laughs> okay, we get to do a do over, have this match again, or Maybe he 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 gets uh he, he don't get Kodabushi. Well, the surprise uh, uh, factor. Uh, uh, I was to say, Mark, the surprise factor of this main event shaking out this way, and the narrative and the emotion now even more. People love Kodabushi, but now the emotion in this story and the narrative of this match put on top of the story of Kodabushi and continuing that it just adds more layers and depth to his character. I love it. I love the book. Yeah, it match. does. And, and and I was telling you, he is getting more muscular every time I see him. <laughs> He's getting muscles in his face. Yeah, he has no body neck. fat. <laughs> I'm like, well, how, how do you get muscles in your face? Is uh, is he doing like muscle exercises? <laughs> That's what it looks like. I, I don't get it, man. Like this dude, he, get, he look good, man. This is the best. That he's beautiful ever looked being. in his life, right? He's a beautiful human being. You know, you're pretty when the when the when the announcers when the announce team is acknowledging your beauty. Man, it's, yeah, it's, uh, I mean, he's kind of it's kind he's of a strikingly thing. handsome and chiseled. <laughs> you know, it's like, come on, man, stop, stop, stop it. You're killing me. All right, you know, I don't like he... I don't like a pretty man. Well, I mean, like I, I believe in what, what was the movie where old boy was going to prison and he his best friend said, "Look, man." You can't go to prison looking like that. I'm gonna have to ugly you up. <laughs> I feel like I feel like that's I feel like that was a line in Get Hard. I could be wrong. That, that's but, a uh, good friend right there. You got to punch him in the face and ugly him up a little bit. <laughs> I'm hey, doing you know what? For you, you know what? Maybe you know that is one of the things that. Abushi in New Japan is aware of in the terms of he is pretty, he is muscular, he is this golden star in this, I don't want to say friendly, I mean he's got a long history and a very violent individual, but this was a violent match, and again, when you talk about adding layers and depth to this character, I loved seeing a dark, pissed off, almost emotionless and dead inside Kota Abushi. the thought of that is very intriguing to me. Yeah, and he, man, listen, he was getting hit, and he said, man, I mean, he just unleashed the punch from hell. And I just like, man, this is, y'all got to see this. I mean, <laughs> hey, I've seen pro boxing matches that didn't get hit as hard as this. Am I lying? Did I, am I making this up? No, especially if you're watching a Floyd Mayweather fight. Or, uh, <laughs> listen. Oh, my God, y'all. Please. Please. Fight TV. You know, y'all need to cut me a check. But I'm just saying, <laughs> go get Fight TV and see this because Kotobushi, he, he throws. And then the guy was on the ground and he was punching him like in the park. Like you had a fight with somebody over a basketball game and you had him down and you holded him and you, mm, you saw some one more time. He he did it like three or four times. I was just sounds, like, sounds, stop sounds like you got, hitting him. Sounds like you got some experience with that, Mark. Well, you know, 
I've, I've, I've lost a couple of games in the park that I don't feel like we got a fair shake, and I had to lay, I had to lay a little lumber. Reminds me of that seed in uh, White Men Can't Jump. Like, F you, F you, y'all crazy. I'm going to the glove box to get my gun. I'm going to come back and take care of and all shoot of you. everybody. <laughs> <laughs> like what you're hearing? Catch Busted Open live Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156 or on demand with the Sirius XM app. We have been up all night, Mark Henry, specifically yourself, who uh, the Hall of Famer, Mark Henry, pulling an all-nighter for you, the Busted Open Nation, watching all of Wrestle Kingdom. I didn't even do that. I woke up at one thirty Pacific. I woke up in time to see Archer and Moxley. And I caught the Listen, rest of the card. Man, last night at 2.30, I think it was, I made a Dagwood sandwich. Are we really going to talk I about mean, this, man? just ridiculous. <sighs> a, a ridiculous sandwich. I had four pieces of cheese, at least six pieces of meat, Lettuce, tomatoes, mayonnaise, mustard. And if I'd had anything else in the refrigerator, I'd have put that on there too. I almost, put almost put some apple slices on there. How it's ravenous. I know that would have been gross, but you know, I'd have done it. Eh, anyway. It might have been good. Entertain myself. Mm-hmm. I made a Dagwood you sandwich. You surprise yourself. For anybody that don't know who Dagwood is, that I know people don't read the newspapers anymore. Like for us old farts, like we read the newspaper and there was a comic strip called Dagwood. Used, used to be used cartoons to always in there. Huge sandwich, yeah, the cartoons. <laughs> Had to explain stuff these days. It's so horrible. Well, speaking of comic books, comic strips, one pro wrestler actually really loves comic books and was actually illustrated some, and that is one CM Punk. Yeah. Now, Mark, this is something that I've been waiting to get to. With you, I just, I, I regrettably sent this to you earlier uh, on in the day and got your reaction. And we didn't catch it in real time, which I wish we would, I wish we would have. You seeing this for the first time. But uh, yesterday, CM Punk sort of broke the internet. Not really. Well, he broke pro wrestling internet when he shared an Instagram story. And on that Instagram story, Mark, it showed a date updated. January 20th, 2014. As of January 20th, 2014, the WrestleMania schedule for what would have been that year, WrestleMania 30, the year that CM Punk walked out of the company and left the WWE scrambling, which led to the Yes Movement and Daniel Bryan's rise to ascension in his championship triple threat match over Triple H and Batista. The original match card for that night was supposed to be Batista Versus Randy Orton for the WWE Heavyweight Championship. Co-main event of CM Punk, Triple H, Undertaker, Lesnar, John Cena versus Bray Wyatt and the Wyatt family. Daniel Bryan and Sheamus, Big Show versus Kane, and Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns versus Dean Ambrose for the United States Championship match. Mark, the first thing you said upon seeing this Instagram live story was, who keeps that? Not, who, not only who keeps that, that is... That is like, unless you're planning on weaponizing it somehow. Right. Right. But my thing is with the whole, that the way that this came out, it's like talking about in a, at a party and all your current friends and you mentioned some freaky sex that you and your ex-wife used to have. (laughs) That's what this is to me. 
It's like, why? Why and what? How in the hell? I, I'm listen. I've been in twenty WrestleManias. <laughs> I don't have nothing. None of my programs. Well, maybe some programs, but I don't have any of the scripts or any of the cards pulled off the walls or stuff that was handed to me or in notebooks. I don't keep that stuff. And even if I did, I would keep it to my damn self. It would be for my archive. It's like you you it's some stuff you just don't share. Is it for what purpose? Tell tell me how this benefits the audience. Tell me how this benefits him personally other than stirring the shit. It definitely doesn't benefit Fox. It doesn't benefit the WWE. For what purpose does it serve? I'll wait. Mm-hmm. Well, you None. Say it doesn't well, hold on. You say it doesn't benefit Fox. I mean, we're talking about it. And CM Punk is a Fox employee. And there is that old saying in journalism, right? If it bleeds, it leads. And if no press is bad press. So by that standard, it's not entirely useless. But But you do make a valid point, specifically when you bring up why does anyone keep that unless they plan on weaponizing it in the future? And, Mark, that's how it reads to me because I'm the same way. Yeah, I mean, I probably got stuff in my draft folders. I mean, I've got stuff probably in my email that I could pull up, but, like, hard copy stuff of stuff in the past and checks and receipts and plans and rundowns or whatever the case may be. No, I would never keep that, even if it was – again, I, I just I'm, can't imagine I'm looking at, I'm trying looking to weaponize this, something. Yeah. This is an updated – sheet of the show the shit is yellow is aged <laughs> looks like it's been this, under a car this, seat like did you were you flipping flipping through some stuff in the garage and go oh look at this hmm or is this like some shit that's filed in 2014 this all happened Whenever I get a chance to say something about it, I'm going to mention how there would be no yes movement if I hadn't broke out like a rash. You're welcome. Is that the, is that the way you read this? That's the way I'm reading it. It's some bullshit. <laughs> it's absolute bullshit. And I I, I, I feel like um, if I have an issue with somebody, I'm you, like if me and Vince had an issue, Vince knows that I'm going to call him on his phone or send an email to his secretary, say, hey, this is Mark Henry. Uh, Mark wants to talk to you. It won't be long. But I'm going to state my point. And some people are afraid to do that with Vince. Vince respects me as a man because I will do that, and I won't hide. I won't say my stuff in the media. I'll say it to him. And 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 it's got there before. It's a so, long relationship. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, and and and, yeah. and the thing is, it's just it's real one on one, guy to guy stuff. Like if you wanted to, if the WWE sent out some propaganda about me, that kind of misconstrued my character to my fan base, 
then I'm going to have to respond in kind. Hey, guys, what you said was not accurate. It wasn't fair, and it damn sure wasn't correct. Now, this is the real deal. That didn't happen. This is just, you know what? I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. I'm going to post this. You're welcome. Bored. Stirring the shit. That's all that was. Keep my name in the news. Any chance it's an angle? I hope so. Because otherwise it looks petty. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't like that. For the business, it's it's too in-depth. It's giving people too much of a view behind this, behind this curtain. I still subscribe to the almighty Oz theory of pro wrestling to an extent. I'm with you. And I don't want everybody to know the inner inner of what it is that we did for all this time to feed our families. I just don't. I'm not willing to share it. Now I'll share that with somebody that I'm in business with that has to understand my knowledge of the force. You know, you have the, you know, you have Yoda. And then you have these Mandalorians. There's a difference. Yoda's elite. Yoda's over the top. Mandalorian, they know a little bit about the Jedi. (laughs) Right. You understand? Uh, And that's that's, that's where I am. I don't want to give everybody what I know. Yeah. Unless I feel like it's appropriate for them to know yeah. about that subject, not about everything. You can't yeah. do that. And That's I, and I wonder what what yeah. was posted was 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 deep into everything. I didn't like that. Yeah, and I also wonder how many fans you know want that curtain pulled back because I'm a guy, Mark. Despite the job that I find myself Ignorance in now is since bliss. I, yes, the job that I find myself now in since October, obviously coming here every Saturday and doing busted open with you. But historically, Mark, I am a non dirt sheet guy. I don't read them. I don't keep up with them so much to the point to where I don't know when people are injured or when they're off TV because I'm left sitting on the couch. I'm like, damn, you know, it's been a while since I've seen the Usos. Damn, it's been a while since I've seen Sheamus because I'm I like to get worked. I like to be swerved because I like being a pro wrestling fan. There are people out there. Nobody that, that, hated. Yeah. Nobody hated dirt sheet stuff more than CM Punk. And I'm saying that because I've been with him. Yeah. We've had those conversations. Like he don't like them. Like what do you know about my business? That's the way I the punk that I remember. You're talking like you know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> punk will let your ass have it. And I just, I don't know where this is coming from. I mean, you know what? I've been angry before, though. I've been angry. And, yeah, I do know where it comes from. Yeah. Like, there's stuff that he's pissed about that he feels disrespected. Main event of WrestleMania. And some of it, some of it is entitled. Yeah. yeah. Some of it he's entitled to. He should have been main event. Yeah. He was was more over than everything that was going on. No question. I see him being pissed. Yeah. And you know what? Maybe that lends credence to the fact that this might be an angle because if it is an angle, if, if, if 
Phil Brooks, CM Punk's returns to WWE. It will be nothing less, at least in my opinion, for a WrestleMania main event. So if he does come back and if this is a work, if this is an angle, then it does center around, well, a main event of WrestleMania, and it would fit the narrative, right? I mean, theoretically. Yeah, it, okay. it would. Right. And then I would feel like they got me. They well, would. then that would be great. That would be and great. That would and that be would great. be Right, that would be when we 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 love pro wrestling, and I would love it even more because obviously a WWE Hall of Famer, Mark Henry, sitting on the other end of this here, and and legitimately upset with the way that this was handled, which would make it that much better of a swerve. All right, let's head out to the phone lines and continue this conversation on CM Punk. We got David in Atlanta wanting to chime David. in. David, what's up, man? How we doing, boys? Happy New Year! Happy, Happy New, New Year, Year, David. Hey guys. Um, I don't know if y'all have ever heard. I forgot whose podcast he went on. I don't think it was the Colt Cabana one. I think it was another one. But he went on, and he just completely just pulled back the curtain completely, saying that the Shield was his idea. He picked the three guys, and then they came back to him and said, no, we don't want this guy. We want Roman Reigns. Right. And then uh, he talked about the whole thing you said with The Undertaker, and then he like went away for a while to like, recover from something, and then they called him up, and they said, we want you to do this this." Uh, you know, this storyline with Brock Lesnar, he's like, I don't want to do that. I want to be the face. Everybody loves me right now. He's like, no, we want you to be this. And then, like, he, I think he got to call him, like, his wedding rehearsal day and said, we need you to do this. He's like, dude, I'm getting married tomorrow. And then when he got back from his honeymoon, he got his papers in the mail saying he'd been fired. I just think CM Punk is bitter. I think he's angry. And I think he wants to, I feel like the whole thing when he was on the show, he's like, can we please let life tell the stories and not make up stories that everybody knows there's no way this is real. And if this is an angle, then it's a dang good one because it is real. Yeah. Just saying, yeah. Look, all of this was in my head. All of this happened. No one wants to talk about it. I'm talking about it. So. Well, I, I'm 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 all for it if if that's the case. Yeah. But if 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 it's not going to be manifest itself in the ring, then. <sighs> It's, it's, it's way too much information. If you don't know SiriusXM, then listen up. Commercial-free music, plus sports, comedy, talk, and news. They have it all. A lot of people think you need a car to enjoy SiriusXM, but you don't. You can listen outside the car. Right now, you can get your first three months of SiriusXM outside the car for just $1. Just go to SiriusXM.com busted to see offer details and to subscribe. You can listen on your phone, at home, and online. That's SiriusXM.com busted. Offer available to new SiriusXM streaming subscribers. SiriusXM, no car required. A night of returns on SmackDown on Fox. What was your favorite? Was it right there? The Usos returning? Helping out their buddy Daniel Bryan. Was it a returning Sheamus? Making his mark most... felt. Hold on, Mark. We got one more. And we also Uh-oh. got, we also had uh, a return that many people were looking forward to. News breaking, obviously, earlier this month. John Morrison. And then his uh, unveiling, which was very weirdly handled. But, Mark, I, I will ask you and I will ask the nation, what was your favorite return last night on SmackDown? Uh, I would have to say seeing the Usos come down and uh, fire up the crowd. But it, I think it just as effective was Sheamus, even though I would have added something to Sheamus's return. Because one thing about Sheamus that we all loved is you know, hearing the promo and him saying fella. Um, I I really think that after he pump kicked Gable, which, yeah. you know, he's, he's not Shorty G on our show. He's Gable. Um, 
I would have I would have had him get close to the ropes and tell the revival, come in here and get your face kicked off too. Come on, fella. And 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 just to have him give everybody vile Seamus rather than to give them a pass. And I think that would have completed him coming back and it would have made Seamus's return more impactful. But I, I have to give it to the Usos. Well, you talk about John, impactful John Morrison in the in the wings. Well, you talk about impactful returns. It would have been John Morrison, Mark. I think we both would have agreed, but I felt like the return felt kind of flat from the standpoint that we we hear and see a knock on the door of the Miz's dressing room. The door opens, and oh, my God, there's John Morrison, a man who has been away from WWE programming for years, Mark. And my thing was that I couldn't escape is, well, really that. We're talking about a man who has been off of WWE television for years, half a decade. And not only has he been off WWE TV, but this is a guy who made his name in the WWE, who is beloved by fans in the WWE, who has a long history with the WWE, and specifically went outside the WWE and has done incredible incredible work in numerous different companies has taken his star in my opinion to a different level and taken his legitimacy to a different level a hot commodity in the entire business and you bring him back and you unveil him in 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 a moment where mark this is a guy who again has a ton of momentum i i just can't help feel that you lost out on a pop and you lost out on real momentum and possibilities with john morrison am i wrong here yeah, you're exactly right because the first thing my response was, I almost spit my popcorn out. I was like, "Is <laughs> is this it? <laughs> what? Wait a minute! Is please tell me that there's more to this." And it wasn't. I'm like, "Who wrote this shit?" I don't. I don't. Man, it was very odd. Like, I'm. It was very lazy. Is what it was. I don't know how it got passed. Well, I felt like Unless it's a disservice it to Morrison. It was a last minute right. thing, and they just said, you know what? Let's just do this too, which you shouldn't do. Right. That would be that would be worse because you've known that he's coming back. You, that's the one thing that you have is time. Now, okay. So, Mark, I, I guess there's a flip here, right? The, I think a lot of people were expecting John Morrison to debut at Royal Rumble or to, to to make his return at Royal Rumble. That would have been the predictable pop where it would have been huge and everyone would have loved it, but there would have been a swath of fans that say, yeah, but we knew it was going to happen. I guess if I'm playing devil's advocate, as much as I hate it and I didn't like the way it happened, there was a surprise factor. Whether it was the surprise factor that left a bad taste in your mouth, I guess that's a different point, but you said it yourself. You almost spit out your popcorn. Yeah, I almost spit my popcorn out. That was absolutely <laughs> atrocious. Like, I, I I would rather see him come out at Royal Rumble or I would like to see, I would have liked to seen him when, uh, being that he's a friend of Miz and Miz came back through the curtain and who's standing there? John Morrison, like, bro, you got to get it together. Yeah. Big pop. Miz hugs John Morrison and him going, come on, man, let's go sit down and talk. Now it's an impactful moment. That's off the top of my head. Give me an hour or two to think about it, and I can come up with five other things that would have been great. You see what I'm saying? Like that, that's that that's what I that's why I say lazy. Like it was yeah. just like, 
Man, what a, what a missed opportunity. And 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 AJ Styles came on with me and Dave yesterday. Yeah. And he talked about moments. Impactful moments is what makes your career worthwhile. Not the matches, not the wins and losses, but the moments. They could have created a moment right there that could have led to something later. You could have had right away Jump Street. You could have had The Fiend or Bray Wyatt have an issue with John Morrison right off the jump. This is off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Because, so you're a friend of Miz? Maybe we should get to know each other. Yeah, we should get to know each other. How about we get to know each other right here, right now? Like, I'm not Miz. I'll punch you right in the face, right? And, and go let Morrison be Morrison. Now you got to dance. It's like, whoa, whoa, easy, man. I'm not trying. I'm just trying to. I just wanted to meet you. I, I heard a lot about you. You know, you see what I'm saying? Like, oh, it's, the moment is gone now. It is. And you the moment never you're get left that with, moment back. No, you won't. And that's imagine this. Imagine this. Let, just let me devil's advocate. Hypothetically speaking, you have John Morrison and you decide, listen, he's still a WWE employee, but you leave him off television for five years. Right. I, for whatever reason, you're just strategically you're leaving him off television for five years. You're doing it to build him theoretically. Right. Again, you're, you're theoretically building him to come back and to, to use that story and that narrative of the last five years of him being off television to your advantage. You did the complete opposite. You used it in a bathroom break where people were maybe up in the you know in their kitchen making a sandwich or it head off to their bedroom, and you, it was a five second clip. Like, wait, John Morrison's back. Like, wait, what? What? You just again, Mark, you hit the nail That's on the head. It? That's it. That's your moment. Your moment now, Mark, is hey, remember when John Morrison came back after five years and we were all like, what the blank? Not like what the blank in a good way, but like just a complete letdown. You know what genius is, though? We're talking about it, and it was five seconds. Uh, that's true. However long it was. Yeah. Uh, if that's if that's what you were looking for, then you achieved it. <laughs> if you're looking to upset I was confused us. as hell. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I wish Dave was on right now. We need a rant. <laughs> I, well, I can't man. wait to hear him respond to this. Well, I don't I think it's going to be any different. I don't think it's going to be any different than what we're saying, Mark. I think the majority of pro wrestling fans understand exactly what happened, and that was again years of John Morrison being off WWE programming, only to return in one of the bigger letdown returns that I can remember. Like seriously, if we're thinking yeah. about first of all, like high anticipation. Okay, I'm not no disrespect to anyone who's come back and 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 whatever the case may be, right? But people were really looking forward to a returning John Morrison, and this is how you did it. Like, it's going to go down as one of the all-time most underwhelming returns in WWE history. And I'm trying not to be hyperbolic, but that's certainly the way it feels. I haven't heard one person really come to the defense of this booking and the way that this this unveil happened. No, and, and I don't think you will. I think that John Morrison, I think, was done really a disservice I do in too. this return. Yep. Um, you know, I'm sitting here thinking of all the different ways that you could have brought him back and who you could have brought him back with. Uh, it could have been real easy to have him pulling his bag into the arena 
and somebody like a Dolph Ziggler or, um, you know, a Baron Corbin, somebody that's at the top of the game as a heel, you know, just say, I think you got the wrong locker room. I think you got the wrong building, man. Like, what are you doing here? And he's like, well, I'm here to boost the ratings because obviously you've been here for have a long and you ain't doing a good enough job. Yeah, I'll show you what real sports entertainment is. Yeah, I mean it's just like it's so simple, man. I yep. think that it's it's just it was just lazy lazy booking. Like what you're hearing? Catch Busted Open live Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156 or on demand with the Sirius XM app. Wally winner! Let's go! The landscape of pro wrestling is evolving, which means more options for fans. So many activities! Mark Henry and Ryan McKinnell are here to answer the difficult questions. What was the best show this week? You ain't first, you're last. The week's over, so get over. This is the Busted Open Weekly Winner. All right, Mark Henry, hour three here on Busted Open Radio. It is time for our weekly winner. And I'll tell you this before we get to it. I just want to say this about WWE, specifically SmackDown and Raw. I think that if we didn't have the Lashley-Lana wedding to end Raw on Monday, we would be talking about one of the consistently more enjoyable all-around WWE weeks that I have seen all year. Now, I know some people, I, I think the rating, the, the news on the ratings, Mark, was that the segment on Lashley and Lana was the highest-rated segment in like three months. So clearly it resonated with some fans. Not this fan. Me? I hated it. Yeah, you liked it. I hated it. I liked so, it. Yeah, I did not. But but that's okay. But you know, there's something for everybody. Exactly. That's, exactly. that's the thing about wrestling that, that we always talk about. You yep. got... People want to see a brawl. There's yep. people want to see tag team wrestling. There's some people want to see comedy. I miss Santino. I want to see comedy. I love the, the new brewing love story between Mandy and our favorite wrestler of all time. Turkey. 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 I, listen, man, <laughs> I love that. But yeah. there's some people that think it's silly. Right. Right. So, like, it's something for everybody out there, guys. Like, yep. we can agree to disagree with what is good to us. Like, let's get let's go ahead and get into our weekly winners. Go ahead and finish your point, and then we'll, we'll go into <laughs> it because I'm about to go down a rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah, no, my my point was that consistently when you look at Raw and SmackDown, Sans, the, really the only thing I didn't enjoy, which was that wedding, which, again, I completely understand why it exists, and, and, and art is subjective, and that's fine. Uh, really great week for WWE in terms of Raw mm-hmm. and SmackDown. I thought they were both uh, really enjoyable shows, things that we can nitpick. Okay, Morrison's return, fine. But on the whole, I thought it was Matt-centric. I thought they were really well done. I thought they were paced well. I thought they offered different variety, but still... When I'm going for my weekly winner, and it's been a it's been a little while since AEW has taken the number one spot for me in weekly winner. But when you look back, I feel like as you talk about having something for everyone, I felt AEW did that, and I felt they did it better than anyone. Specifically, the promo of MJF, who 
I mean, Mark, or, uh, Mark, sorry, uh, Dave had him as his wrestler of the year. I believe it was on yesterday's show, yeah? LaGreca picked him as his wrestler of the year, MJF. For the, for this, yeah, for 2020. Yeah. Oh, okay. Talking about looking into the year ahead. Okay. Looking, looking gotcha. into th- the year to, to come. Okay. Well, he I'll tell you what, MJF. that makes perfect. Well, that makes perfect sense because the way he can captivate a crowd. I mean, well, I being the huge Kevin Owens stand that I am, uh, I appreciate that because, you know, I'm going to agree with you on that. Um, but no, the, the great promo work by MGF or excuse yeah, MJF. I think I said MJF MJF, uh, the match between Cody and Darby Allen, which was spectacular. The match between Sammy Guevara and Dustin Rhodes, which I really enjoyed. I liked the women's championship match as well. And then the main event, uh, with the elite Kenny Omega, the young bucks taking on Lucha brothers and Pac. It really just, it just had a really good feel to it. Nice two hour show had a little bit of everything and it felt like AEW was you getting back to the best match. Well, what was your best match from uh, uh, the best match was AW. Trent Beretta oh. and uh, and and um, God, who did Trent? Now, I'm, see, I, I told you, I got hit in the head way too much. John Moxley, John Moxley, yeah. like I love that match. I I, I love the flow to it. I love yeah. the action, and for once in a long, long time, I got to see Trent Beretta be serious. And wrestled like he had been a disgruntled vet, and he wanted to prove that he belonged in this world. He he, he just he he man, it was really good. It was really really good. And we I have to disagree with you on on MJF. I think that that promo was entirely too long, and he did really not, he did not end it well. He did not cement it and and plan it and put a hat put a put the nail in the wall with it at the end he didn't nail it close it tight and uh i'm sitting there with my wife and and the kids and and my jojo who hardly ever watches a full entire show yeah watched that segment and was like why is he still talking and i was like my point exactly and 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 what he said was pertinent, but he said it over and over. Like, go to a point, make that point, and keep it moving, and then close strong. Huh. And what he said, all for it. Yeah. I was all about it. But if I was ending that promo, I would end it with a challenge, or I would end it with, you can take this, and put it in your pipe and smoke it. I don't play, and I challenge anybody, and I mean anybody, to come down here and dispute what I'm saying, because not only will you have a problem with me, you'll have a problem with the big guy. You end it. You put a button on it. Yeah. He didn't put a button on the promo which kept me from giving him four stars. Well, that's that's interesting because now I'm going to have to go back and rewatch it with that critical eye from your standpoint because full disclosure, I am I I mean I am in love with MJF. Like I, I pretty much feel like he can do no wrong. I'm enamored. I mean, he's young, 24 years old. Every time yeah. he takes a microphone, I view it as gold. So I, I do wonder if I'm watching MJF through rose-colored glasses. So I am going to go back, and I'm going to watch that and see if it went too long because I'm going to tell you this, still, Mark. Still what the show I, was number one. Was that, was that so, your weekly winner? 
Yeah, yeah. A- a- oh, okay. AEW was my was my number one show this okay. week. It was my weekly winner. And it, like we say, if you ain't first, you last. And <laughs> I would have to say uh, SmackDown with all of the reveals, yeah. the, the yep. bringing people back, uh, Raw and NXT. NXT yeah. took last for the first time ever. Well, they didn't really right. have a full. They didn't have a show. They didn't have a full show, but because right. and, and you know I, I like award shows and stuff. Yeah, they're but cool. I thought that um, should have had a show. <laughs> I mean, everybody. I mean, everybody else had a show. Yeah, I agree. Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation, Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.